Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. It's only 303. Take it easy. And I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, the creator of Dream Business Academy, host of Dream Business Radio. And uh, I've been bringing you great guests and content to help you build your dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle for a long, long time on this podcast nine years can you believe that lynn nine years and the reason we're we're three minutes we have a little uh technical snafu we're gonna blame it on that little tropical storm in florida it's messing with some kind of so lynn's actually listening to me on her telephone but (laughs) i can hear her (laughs) anyway so we're gonna keep going anyway i hope everyone had a great fourth of july holiday um stephanie and i enjoyed some really great family time out on the bohemia river which is right where we are on last week's show with uh, the great Sam Gaylord, I announced my brand new program, How to Sell from the Stage, a private VIP masterclass. And I said, there's only four spots. Some people go, seriously? Yeah, four spots <laughs> this year, probably four spots next year because it is a one-on-one program, which includes a whole lot of my time and obviously your time as well. It's one-on-one. It's not like a group coaching program. Um, but after the end of it all, which is about three months or about three months or so, you're not only going to have your your compelling character, you're going to know how to sell from the stage. I'm going to help you learn and uh, how to set up and run your own event. Anyway, get all the details at howtosellfromthestage.com, howtosellfromthestage.com. This week's show, which we're going to do right now, my very special guest, just one of my most favorite people, Lynn Elioff. Lynn, how are you today? Holding your, I hope your arm doesn't get too tired. <laughs> no, no, this is great. I know it looks odd that I'm holding a phone and listening and speaking <laughs> through this, but Jim, your program sounds amazing. And if anyone could teach <laughs> how to sell from this stage, it's you. I mean, you taught me how to sell without selling. That was like the biggest thing because I, I remember, um, you know, I came in with preconceived notions as we all do with what it means to sell, sell, yep. what marketing means. And they're kind of icky words. And because of you, like I, I, I have made friends with selling and, um, it's like a whole new ball game. <laughs> so uh, that program would be amazing for anyone to learn. I, how I to, didn't even read your yeah. introduction. You're paying me a compliment. <laughs> this is going to be a great show. <laughs> Well, so, you know how much I think of you. I, oh I call my you my coach dad. Um, yeah. And, you know, you have a special place in my heart. And I, I, I really do think you are amazing. And so if anyone's thinking twice, they need to speak to me because you really are an amazing coach. Well, goodness gracious, I should have had you on a five <laughs> times in the last month. <laughs> anyway, so Lenny Ilioff is an internet lawyer. She's a former television news journalist, author of the best selling book, gutsy, glorious life coach. She's the creator of the DIY legal toolkit. And she's also the founder of the Mighty Tiny Book Academy, where she teaches 
Books to Business. It's a method of writing a tiny book that's designed to turn readers into paying clients. And as you now know, Linda is one of my, um, well, never quite a former, but she was a VIP coaching member. And um, she is, what she has accomplished is truly amazing. We, we stay in touch. We actually become friends. She's been on our boat. Stephanie and I have been up there to her, her house, her beautiful home, yeah. right on the uh, Narragansett Bay. And um, I just said, Lynn, why don't you come on? I'm, I'm really not going to have an agenda. I'd love to just share your story and we'll talk about where our, our, you know, our journey has taken us because your clients, Lynn, what I, what I have learned obviously from working with you, but my clients, very similar, new to somewhat new, but growing, very ambitious, eager clients that may, they need a leg up somehow. They need something to propel them to the next level. And I thought your story is so friggin' inspiring. So I would like to do that. Is that all right if we just play tag and, and we'll we'll talk about your, your story? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. That's what we always do anyway. <laughs> I know. So anyway, um, why don't we just give – I'm going to ask you to give your, your condensed background um, because, I mean, you, you, you've raised a, a wonderful family. You became a lawyer. Then you went to – you became a television journalist. And I don't know if you took a year or two off. Then you started your first internet business. Give us the whole Lynn story in, in a couple minutes, if you would. Well, my first career was in radio and television news. I became a news anchor. I really loved that job, except I didn't love having a job, especially – and I didn't realize that until after I had children, right, Jim? And then it was – it hit me. Holy smokes. <laughs> I am not in charge of my life. Fast right. forward, uh, having gone to law school, and I thought, how am I going to bring all this together? I have four children. I want to own my life. Like that, that was the thunderbolt that hit me. And then I realized, again, over time, and, and you know, working with you and amazing coaches help you kind of put everything together. So now, like what I believe with all my heart, Jim, is that when a woman, and of course a man too, but, but for me, like when a woman owns a business, she owns her life if she does it the right way. And so that's why I went into entrepreneurship, uh, not really realizing that that was what was driving me. And so now, I have been able to put it all together because I remember even saying to you, Jim, you know, like my background in television and then as a lawyer, like, how do I put this all together? I had written this book. I have my little book here. And, I, and then I thought, I still get clients from Amazon, people who find me on Amazon and read yeah. my book. And I thought that is what and I know you teach this, too, is like that is what I want to teach women how to do to write and that brings everything that I do into play if all the like even all the lawyer stuff all the legal steps yeah. everything that's kind of where you are now so I appreciate that but let, let's talk about maybe even the last three years or so because when when you approached me it was like I don't know what to do because you told me all the different things what do I right. focus on because yeah. you know I'm not a fan of being you know a jack of all trades master of none you really need to focus on something and I yeah. think I could tell from our conversations Lynn you were so drawn to helping women and yeah. even three or four years ago I'm sure you still do this but I, I know you're really focused on the books right now but it was like there are so many life coaches Jim but they're all starving yeah. right they all have yeah. a passion yeah. To, to help others and to they want to do the work, but nobody, like you said earlier, the selling part is so icky. Right. right? And I, yeah. I basically suggested, you know, 
your first brand should be, you should be the woman who teaches other life coaches the business side of coaching. Because yep. it's not, that you, I mean, you not only did it for yourself, but you had the legal background. I mean, you totally got the business side, everything yeah. that goes on when you're not face to face with a customer. So that's kind of where you started out. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly where I started out. And because I, you know, as a lawyer, I never wanted to be that kind of lawyer that goes and works in a law firm and, you know, billable hours and all that. And I thought, how am I going to bring all this together? So that got me started, the, the DIY legal toolkit. And then how to do the business and how, and putting it all together was kind of, you know, this process that we talked about. And you, <laughs> you're like my best um, you know, like you were, you were such a good support for me. Like you're saying, like, do you realize that you're, that this, and do you realize how you're able to do this? And now we need to pull all this together. So, you know, like I was so close to it and you could see the bigger picture. And I think that's, you know, that's what's so good about what you do. You even resisted initially wanting to share your, your background as a television journalist. I'm saying that's huge, right? I know. I thought, oh, no, I don't want to toot my own horn. I don't want to. I didn't even really want to say, you know, I, I, I'm i a lawyer. I'm an Internet lawyer or a business lawyer, I thought. And I don't know what that was all about. But um, you you slapped me upside the head on that one because <laughs> <laughs> like, how are people going to know you and and trust that you know what you're talking about unless you tell them what your background and experience is so now i tell them all the time <laughs> i have a couple clients now who are resisting the whole toot your own horn you can call it whatever you want you know yeah. saying how sure. this is who i am this is my experience this is why i'm so great this is how i can help you toot your own horn so but that really was a turning point for you and one yeah. of the things i know um from our earlier conversations lynn it was like, Lynn, let me just ask you a couple questions. This was this was one of coaching calls. So let, let, let me ask you a couple questions. Do you believe that the skill and talent you have can can help somebody? Do you believe after working with somebody, you can take their life coach business to the next, to the next level? Do you believe you can teach somebody how to stay out of legal trouble? You, and you, yeah, 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 yeah. So why shouldn't you be handsomely rewarded for doing that, right? And and who else is going to make that message known if not you? And there is nobody Nobody's going to go toot your horn. I mean, you know what I mean? You, you might yeah. get some referrals, which is sort of, but nobody's going to bring people to you like your own brand and your own marketing. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing for women, even though, you know, I, I am, um, you know, I like to think of myself as someone who is strong and self-confident and all of that, but still, you know, like I always say, starting your own business or becoming an entrepreneur is an AFCO, another freaking growth opportunity. <laughs> I said <laughs> that to great. you. And, oh, you and it's like that. <laughs> it points out all the parts of you that are still like you're, where you're where you're on your heels where you're not really showing up fully even when you think you are and i think that's why you know to try to do this without a coach who really understands what it's like to start a business specifically an online business it, it's just going to take so much longer yeah that's the bottom line so when you and I started working together, one of the you already had like you already had a book. You were a published author, so I didn't have to yep. sell you on the benefit of that. But we did, you know, through Success Advantage Publishing, we helped you publish the business side of being a life coach. Yep. Which it's a great title, right? I mean, yep. that's exact. If you have a see, I think your book title in the subtitle, it's just like your brand. It's like your company name plus your tagline equals 
this is what I do. And therefore, if I engage with somebody, this is the benefit I can expect to receive. So the business side of being a life coach says exactly what it is. So I love that. And it's so interesting because I saw it. When did you start doing the, you know, the quote unquote, tiny book thing? I'm like, look at Lynn go. So you go from being an author of one books to many books. And, and now you're that's just another one of your revenue streams, which, you know, me multiple streams of revenue. So when did when did all that take place? So, you know what, Jim? COVID. COVID ah. was what created this and and it's so hard to really explain but it was last summer and you know all that stuff and that was going down and we're in yeah. home and we're isolated and I I don't know I was sitting at my desk like this and I'm just staring at this book like the the book that I had right so yep. Gutsy Glorious Life Coach and I thought, gee, you know, this has been such a cool thing. I wrote this because I thought it might be a good idea. I was motivated to write it. And then it occurred to me, I'm, I still get clients from this book. What if, like, people need to write books. Like, you love and you write books and they serve your audience so well. And people are afraid to write books. And they don't have to be big books because what also happened as a, as a follow-up to this book in 20. 20 i had a book called have a book called gutsy glorious businesswoman and that yes. book was like 200 pages i thought i really should you know covid this is a time i could finish it so i start to go through it and i start ripping out pages ripping out i'm like fluff not necessary <laughs> don't want this no you're just now you're just showing off now you're <laughs> it's like all this stuff and i got it down to 74 pages jim it wow. was like this is the meat, the heart and soul of everything. And that book, I called it, now Now I have, now this is a mighty tiny book. And I thought, there you go. And that's, that is oh literally gosh. how it happened. And now I'm ready to publish that in the fall. <laughs> and that's so interesting what you said about editing. Cause you know, when Stephanie's editing the videos that we do on our floating home YouTube channel, if in doubt, cut it out. Right. We think, yeah. oh, that's interesting. But then people, yep. they watch things quickly. And I, I really think you're onto something because if, if somebody can sit down and read a book in one sitting, maybe two nights, yes. three at the most, you've got yeah. a really good chance they're going to read your book. But if it's 200 pages or it's like your life story, plus everything you could possibly want to know about business or whatever, and you write that book. What what I learned from my, my amazing editor, Anne, was that people will often read the first one third of any book that they start reading. And then they either, something happens, they go to their next book in the to be read pile or they right. get distracted. Or yep. in my case, being one of the most impatient people on planet earth, I'm like, well, let me go dive into the next one. I, I already got a nugget from this, let me go. So yep. what I learned is that you can't put the good stuff in the back, you gotta put it all up front. Yep. So, that, and that's, that's what I, brilliant. that's exactly it. You put all the good stuff up front and there's no back. <laughs> there's no back end. Yeah. It's just the, the good stuff. Be, and you're right, Jim, of course. <laughs> um, people want it, they want the information and they want it right then and there. It's not like you're picking up, you know, a Harry Potter book and sitting in a hammock and you just want to be entertained. You have a problem, you want a solution. So in and out, that's why I was tearing out pages and thinking this stuff's all got to go. This is all they need. And so that's how we did Mighty Tiny Book. That's awesome. Now, one of the other things we did, and I don't know if, if this is still going, if you got it on autopilot or what, but, you know, we created something uh, called TWUP, TWUP, the Woman Up University, right? That was your initial 
the woman up program, right? Um, and one of the things we did, which I loved is we focused on little short courses yep. as a way to get them into planet Lynn, so to speak. Right. And yeah. if they like those courses, they did go for more. And see, I think people, especially in the coaching business, one of the things that's hurting a lot of online entrepreneurs is they have their big program, yeah. which may be value packed to the nth degree, but not everybody's going to go from, Oh, hi, I'm Jen. Jim or I'm Lynn, invest in my massive program. So I'm a big fan of stair-stepping. So you create a smaller program with a smaller commitment, smaller price tag. They come in, you show them tons of value and the wallet opens up. That was great. What's next? That's such a different strategy. That's kind of what we did with the Woman Up University. Yeah, I mean, and all of that stuff, all those pieces that I created, we like we created um, a monetize and attraction and all of these things now, when I say that I have a book to business process, it is all of that. It's like how, so you have your book. Now, how do we monetize? How do we get you clients? I've got all those courses already ready yeah. to teach. And so, um, yeah, this is like so exciting because it really has, it's like you're, you're building this seven layer cake or whatever, and you go layer by layer and you don't put the top layer on first. It's like you what don't put the analogy. roof of the house on first. You start at the bottom. And I'm, so I'm a big fan of any analogy that involves cake. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, one of the thing, one of the reasons I think you're such a success, Lynn, is that you didn't look at uh, the Woman Up University as the be all end all. This is going to bring in the big bucks. Each book wasn't do, didn't do that. The DIY legal toolkit. I want to get back to that. Didn't do. They all built on each other, right? Yes. And so your business yes. kept growing and growing, bigger influence, bigger impact. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, there's this term I, you know, I came up with microwave success. You, you, you can microwave a, a Thanksgiving dinner in two and a half minutes in a metal tin. Well, probably not metal, but and it tastes like <laughs> that's crap, a good analogy. <laughs> but it's good. It'll, you'll be full, right? You might take, but you can't do that with a business. So each one of these steps that you've done has been a building block, or in your description, a layer cake. Yeah, I mean, I would never have come up with Mighty Tiny Book Academy had I not gone through this process. And we we need to give ourselves some grace. We need to allow ourselves to go through the process instead of just saying, I want it now. <laughs> you know? yeah. I want it all now. Uh, and I may have even said that to you at one point, but of course, you know. Everybody it, it does. Is, yeah. You know, I we mean, it, you have to become... It, and, and this is, I think, the biggest thing of all is that you have to become the kind of person who knows how to run a business. And when you first start out, you don't know that, but we just focus on all the exter- external stuff, like how do I grow a list? How do I do a website? How do I do all these things that we don't grow ourselves from the inside? And I'm all about that. So yeah. <laughs> I know you sent me a private message because you saw, oh gosh, I think it's it's about almost two months ago when I made a decision based on legacy to give all give all my books away in digital format as Kindle books, the Nook book on Barnes and Noble and the iTunes, not iTunes, but iBookstore. And that was the result of David Phelps's new book, What's Your Next? So yeah. it's interesting when you were looking at that book, you go, everything is this book is like a big reason I'm successful and that I'm drawing customers. And it, when David came out with his book, you know, he reached he reached out to you know friends and, and colleagues. Said, "Hey, could you interview me?" I said, "Sure, send me the digital format of your book." So I read it, and 
I was going to speed read it so I could do a good interview, but I found myself captivated by this book. So really? kudos to David. But one of the uh, investment strategies that Dave was talking about was invest in your legacy. And I started thinking, yeah. you know, at a certain age, and, you know, I, I have been doing that already, but I started getting serious about it after reading David's book. You know, you start looking in the rearview mirror a little bit more than forward thinking. And, um, and I said, yeah, but I love my life. I mean, I work three days a week now. We travel. We love this lifestyle. Mm. And I'm like, but how do I honor what I want to do, which is to help more people without working more than three days a week? And that, that's when it hit me, Lynn. I, I promise there's a reason I'm telling you what I thought would be a shorter story. But when I thought, how do I do that? Well, the reason it came to this was reading David's book. And I said, ah, there's all my books. Well, they're right there. And I, so that's when I decided to give the digital format away for free. No opt-in, no nothing. You can just go to Amazon and download them. And the last time I checked, which was about two and a half weeks ago, over 10,000 of my books have been downloaded just on wow. Amazon. Wow. Wow. So. That's what I love about you, Jim. I mean, you really, you, you do give from the heart. And I think that when we build businesses from the heart, um, that's when things start to open up and our eyes open up. And it's, it's kind of like when I went through that book and I thought, what am I putting all this in here just to make it look like I'm putting a lot of stuff in a book. And when I cut it all out and I just got down to brass tacks because I want a book that would be like a legacy, like what you're saying. And then yeah. I think that's when we really can create stuff. So I so love that you when did you that. and I connected uh, five minutes before the top of the hour, we spent five minutes trying to solve the internet. So we didn't chat at all. So I'm no. going to ask you live on the air. Do you have 10 minutes or do you have to go to another interview or can we go a little bit longer here? No, let's keep going. If you don't okay. mind me holding this phone like this, which <laughs> if you is can so hold weird. The phone, but I'm having a great time and I, <laughs> good, I know we're giving good, good. value. So let's just go a little bit long. I, I usually do 30 minutes, but we'll go a little bit longer. So okay. I want to circle back to your because you're wait. You were a television journalist before an attorney, right? That was one. So becoming right. an attorney was your second career move. Yes. Okay. Because I'd always wanted to go to law school, but I, I, this career that I, you know, I, it just, I just kept doing well and I kept getting promoted <laughs> and I got like, so when, when I had an opportunity to go to law school because we had moved to the States and I was pregnant with my fourth child and I didn't have a work visa and you know, I was kind of done with wanting to work for anybody. That's like the honest truth is everybody said, well, you're going to go back into TV, right? And I'm like, am I? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> and so that's how law school happened. It was like, okay, the universe was saying, okay, here's your chance. And so and, and all those young children and your home and all that, you said, yeah, maybe I'll just go to law school because maybe that'll I'll just be a do staff, law school. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. But Jim, it was the best thing. Had I gone to law school when, you know, right out of college, like most people do, I would have probably hated it. But again, this was me stepping out on my own terms. And that's when I, you know, I started to say, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> that's right. Now, Lynn, let me ask you, you created a program. Um, I think you called it Cover Your Assets Online, right? Yep. Is that still the name or has you, have yep, you changed that, that program? That, so that's the website, CoverYourAssetsOnline.com. And then okay. I created the DIY legal toolkit. So that's the, that's the program. And that's what got me started as an entrepreneur. That was my first product. And that, you know, and that taught me 
all about for myself how to build a business online and i thought oh my god look at all these entrepreneurs who have no idea how to cover their assets online literally so that's how the website was formed and then i created this toolkit and then you know it went from there could you talk i, I know what it is Say, tell tell people what it is what's in it and who's it for real quick so it, it, it literally is for entrepreneurs who are exposed and they don't even realize it. And, yeah. and it is the result of the work I did when I first started my business. And I'm looking into all these things and thinking, well, I had no idea because they don't teach you Internet law in law school. Really, it's not. It's about all the other aspects of law kind of coming together. So I call it Internet law. But I, I saw all these people who were like, no, I don't have money to hire a lawyer. I I don't want to I, I don't want to worry about that yet. I'm too small. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> I can tell you stories of people who have been sued and they're just starting their businesses one fellow in particular who just started everything jim he built an entire business he put twenty six thousand dollars in and as soon as he went live with his website he got slapped with a lawsuit because the name oh of the business was already taken and uh. it hadn't even occurred to him to look that up <laughs> so he had to take it all down and another story is like a woman who was a doctor. She wanted to go online and bring her business online. And a website owner, uh, her website designer rather, put all these images online. They went live with her website and she got slapped with an $11,000 lawsuit because she didn't wow. own those images. And she was like, oh, I didn't know. And it doesn't matter if you don't know. You're supposed you're still to guilty. know. That's right. <laughs> right? You're, still in, you're still in trouble. So that's, that's why I created it because you're not too small and in fact the the people that are out there who are looking for you know opportunities to rip people off they go after the small businesses because they're they really are exposed the big guys right. know how to cover their assets already and they quake in their boots and pay just to make it go away so yeah. um how much is that program now if you don't mind me asking on live that's radio. nice that's nine ninety seven. Okay, so and does anybody get sued for nine ninety seven? I know you just mentioned too, like eleven thousand or something larger than that. Exactly. Exactly. So what a great investment. Okay. Yeah, it is a good investment, and I've had people who say this is a priority for me. I need to know that I can sleep at night, and so those are the people I serve. People who are you know not risk averse at all and they want to take their chances, then they they're they're not interested, and that's okay, I guess. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to ask you, there's one more subject that that popped into my head immediately. You have become a prolific copywriter. Specifically, your emails are like stellar. So two things. How did you learn that? And was it just over trial and error? And then the other thing is when I think of certain clients, they always say, oh, I don't want to bomb people's email boxes. Right. But yeah. you're either daily or several times a week because I, I do look at your stuff. Talk about email marketing as a you know source of uh, inspiring and helping people get to know you. Well, so first of all, you have to get to that place as an entrepreneur where you believe with your heart and soul that what you're doing is a good thing. And that there will be people who don't agree with you, who don't want to hear from you, who don't want to. And I, I let those people take care of themselves. So if they want to unsubscribe, it's up to them. I don't need to take care of their feelings for them. So I leave that to them. Um, that was, a, that I, was a learned skill for you, though. 
That was a learned skill. Because that used to the hell out of you. Oh my God, Jim, and, somebody unsubscribed, right? Exactly. It's like, okay, good. It's, it's, it's about the marketing and sales and what it right. really means and that it's not a bad thing and that believing that what you're doing is a good thing. And then um, I started to just let my personality come through in my writing more, first in blog posts, then in emails. And then, you know, I would get response from people who had a similar way about them, who could appreciate <laughs> the way I talk and, you know, the playful sarcasm and all that, that, that kind of goes into how I am anyway. And I put that in my emails and I figured people don't like it then that's just good to know because <laughs> this is who this is who I'm going to be. So I don't want to, you know, pull any a fast one on anyone because this is who I am in my emails and in person and in my programs. If you like that, we're going to have a ball together. In general, how many times a week do you email your list? Well, you know, I just finished Mighty Tiny Book Academy. The doors were open. I was I was emailing every single day and near the end two or three times a day and I thought oh boy you know here come all the unsubscribes and surprisingly there were not a lot of unsubscribes but typically at least once a week twice if I really have to tell tell them something yeah. um, but at least once a week Jim I think that that is um and I and here's the other thing I have a lot to say so <laughs> I want to get it out there. Uh, you know, it, it, when I was a kid in school and so many women can relate to this, like as little girls, we were told you talk too much, be quiet. And I'm like, no, nah. no, no, no more of that. So, <laughs> so, yeah. um, I'm trying to think it's, uh, it's true. I got, I got to wrap up in a couple minutes here. I don't want, I mean, we could talk for an hour, but so we've covered email. You were doing video. You did some video. I don't think I've seen you like do Facebook lives in a while, but for a while there, you were coming on live from your office. You got a beautiful home. I think you're out in the backyard once in a while. Yep. Was that difficult? Obviously that wasn't given your journalistic background or was it different because it's your business and you're not just reading copy through a teleprompter? Right. I think it was um, not, not difficult. That's probably a, an easy part for me. Mm -hmm. um, if anything was difficult, it was like trying to just figure out when to go live, what do I, what, and, and I think that it all gets cleared up, Jim, once you know what your message is, like what you stand for. And now um, that that's the easy part. I, I create videos all the time now and I, um, because I know what the messaging is. I know what I'm supposed to be talking about and I'm not getting up and thinking, oh, what should I talk about today? Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll, like that whole spaghetti marketing approach just yeah. is awful. So the other thing, and I'll, I'll close with this, is you, um, so you've been doing this a long time, right? We connected, I think it was Orlando, DBA Orlando, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, four, um, five, four or five years ago. Yeah, Three, I think that was yeah. 2017. Okay. Um, and this has been a journey. This has been a process. So, yes. so people that are looking at you right now, God, Lynn's got it all together. Email, you know, video. She's got these courses. She's got the universities. She's got the books. Not only is she an author, she now helps people write. So, but that doesn't turn on overnight. It doesn't flip like a switch. No. So um, I'm sure there's a question in there somewhere to make me sound brilliant. But anyway, <laughs> you've, you've really done a great <laughs> job kind of going for the ride. 
Um, yeah. So for, for again, so here's here's my brilliant question. So for people that are impatient as I am and want it tomorrow, what do you say to those people? Um, I say that you really have. To, I know this sounds crazy, and you probably heard it a million times, but you have to know you for like. Why are you doing this? What matters to you? Like it really matters to me that I can teach women how to build their own businesses because then they can truly own their own lives. Like everybody says, oh, I just want freedom. I just want freedom. And yeah. half the time they don't have freedom because it's another job. So what is it that you want? And then are you committed to creating that for yourself or are you just gonna create another job? And if you listen to people who have experience like Jim, who can sort of guide you, you have to at some point say, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Just tell me what to do. And I, I know we want to have, you know, our own uh, agency and our own make our own decisions. But when a coach, coach of your caliber, Jim, tells someone what to do, they really should do it because it's all about testing trial and error anyway. And when we come in with that preconceived notion that I've heard it all before, I've done this before, I've learned this before, you're doomed. You're doomed. One of my favorite memes, as you know, because I. I, I tr trot it out about every two or three weeks is when all else fails, do what your coach told you to do in the first yes. place. <laughs> the first time. Yeah. The exactly. first time. Um, Lynn, what yeah. a joy and a pleasure. You know, Stephanie and I, we were going to come up to uh, new England in our boat this summer. Turns out that Marina that you, that you've been to is sold out. There wasn't an available slip there. Oh. <laughs> so we're, we're on the Chesapeake Bay for the summer, but it would have been great to see you. Um, I'm so impressed with what you're doing. You're killing it. I know you're helping a ton of people and, um, I couldn't be more proud of you. Oh, thank you, Jim. You know how much I adore you and Stephanie and I'm sorry you lost blue. And I, um, yeah, I can't say enough about you. And when you come back my way, we will definitely get together again. Okay, great. Now is lynnelioff.com. Is that where you want him to go? Is that still your home? Yeah, lynnelioff.com. You can find me there. Absolutely. And it's L-I-N-E-L-E-O-F-F. -F. So no Y, L-I-N-E-L-E-O-F-F dot com. Lynn, thank you so much. Mwah. You're the best. <laughs> so are you. And folks, you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. That's my home base. That'll take you everywhere from the from my books, my courses, a mastermind, the new opportunity to work with me privately for four months to help you like take everything about your marketing, spin it up to be a wonderful uh, revenue generator. But uh, that is it until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach and you, you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.